Hi, creepsters. I'm Barry Marino. And I'm Philip Landry. And this This is Open Shutters. Scary ghost, creepy serial killers, all things that go bump in the night. Enjoy the view from the open shutters. <laughs> Well, welcome, creeps, creepsters, to our very first podcast, Open Shutters. Philip, you excited? Oh, am I excited? I could tell. <laughs> the veins are popping out of his head. He's so excited. <laughs> but Philip, you stay excited, don't you? Most of the time. Yeah, yeah, well, that's good, because that's what we need. Because even though we, we're going to be covering some dark shit. In this episode, dark. Dark, dark, dark. dark Disturbing. Shit. Jet black. And this whole month, this, the theme of this month is pure evil. You know, sometimes people do things and kill people and they have reasons. Like maybe they defended themselves or maybe they defended their child or something like that. But these four cases in the next four episodes are going to be people who have murdered just for pleasure or for personal gain or for greed. Just sheer dehumanization. Sheer of dehumanization. Of others. Like, like, you know, treating the person like they're a mosquito that they swap. Swat or something like that. Swat it is, not swap, right? Anyway, before we go on, I want to thank and to do a little shout out to explain. Let me explain first this. This is how I got interested in podcasts. With the COVID-19, you know, we all got furloughed and we were stuck in the house. Oh my, yeah. Yeah, and Philip, you know, there's only so many times you could binge Tiger King. Wait, now I love some Tiger King. <laughs> yeah, I know. That bitch. No, wait, hold it, hold it. We got we can't be mean to Carol Best. Okay. All those say. cool cats. All right, Carol, Carol, you're probably a really nice lady, and we do know right. that your cats eat very, very well. Yes. That's all we can say. And sardine <laughs> oil is infective. Oh, oh, you are so bad. But anyway. I started getting into podcasts, and I discovered a couple of them. Some of my favorites are Scared to Death with, with Dan and Lindsay. That one's really cool. They talk about the ghosts and everything. And then there's also Decoder Ring, which talks about pop culture. They even talk about Baby Shark. There's Baby a whole, Shark for real. A, a whole episode dedicated to Baby Shark. They haven't killed Baby Shark yet. They have not killed Baby Shark he is yet. He's going to survive, isn't he's he? Gonna, he's surviving. They have an episode on Karen's. A whole episode on carrots. Wow. They, they, they have episodes on, on um, metrosexuals. Episode on Friends of Dorothy. Yeah, a whole episode on Judy Garland and how she's and how gay men are friends of Dorothy. So anyway, um, my favorite one is called Morbid, and it's a true crime podcast. And it's Ashley and Elena, the two girls who run it. And they are really, like, super, super cool. Ashley and Elena, we love you. Both of us love you. We love y'all, darling. Love you to death, baby. <laughs> now, okay, before we get started on our story, there's a couple things we want to do. First, what I want to do is I want to mention a couple of news stories that I saw. And uh, this first one is rather, I guess it's rather disturbing, especially if you're a police officer. Uh, this woman, this this uh, homicide 
police officer from D.C. was murdered by his wife, and then she killed herself. What do you think of that? Mm. That's 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 kind of creepy. That's something for the creepsters, huh? Kind of creep, kind of tragic though. Just it's it's tragic just sad. too. It, kinda, yeah. it is, it is because um, according to what some of the neighbors say, they they were really nice people. But before she killed, about about nine hours before she killed him, she posted something on social media. And um, by the way, let me give you their names too. Uh, he, she's uh, Christina Lynn Francis, and he's um. These things on it. He is, uh, what's his name again? Oh, Timothy Eugene Francis. And the sheriff's deputies say he was one of the best homicide cops around and a really, really nice guy. And people said that they never thought there was any trouble in their marriage. But she posted a video on the couple's, um, on, on a couple's eight, April 9th, 2017 wedding in Santa Monica, along with a statement that seemed to indicate trouble. Mm. This day meant everything to us, she wrote in a Facebook post, rife with misspellings, including misspellings of her own name. The marriage was put together for a great reason. She wrote that the couple belonged together always. And she said, I love you and what we had together. We had six years of experience, memories, and should have taken precedence over everything and everything we did, but got lost in petty. And they just have on here, they just have expletives. I wonder what she said. You believed was a mistake. Now, um, well, she she clearly was hurt. I mean, she clearly was hurt. There was pain there. I'm not saying what she did was right. But there was definitely, yeah. this is different than what we're going to be later on looking no, at. No, this is nothing like this what we've been talking about. Any of these. This yeah. is definitely more of where we're dealing with someone having a personal pain and acting out in a way uh hopefully um i mean there's nothing to do i mean she, you said she killed herself yeah she, she committed so suicide after she so killed yeah there's husband. there's nothing that we can do on this side to to find yeah. out what happened or and get those answers why but hopefully hopefully they may be some um Psychics out in that area. Somebody that ends up helping. In the article, I don't think they had any children. It seemed like they were only married about three years. She mentions about six years. They probably lived together the first three and then married the second or the last three. And it seemed as though I don't know. Some more may come out about it, but something was happening in their marriage, and she well, was she was really upset. That would be about very it. horrifying. I'm wondering for, if it for was children, a, if they were if they were yeah. involved, that would be. Yeah, I don't think, uh, and uh, I don't know. Maybe he had a mistress or something because she is acting pretty much like a woman scorned. But anyway, that's um, it's a tragic case, and I'm gonna I'm gonna keep on following it and see what happens if they find out any more stuff. Now. Um, you had something you were reading before we started taping, and oh! you won't read it, and it's so good. Well, okay. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to read the story, but I'll give the name. I'll give where it's at. You, it's easy to go look up. So, apparently, there was a politician who, uh, by the name, in Hungary, whose last name was, I think I'd say it's Sager. I may be butchering the, butchering the name That's how I butcher but, those foreign names. Apparently, he, European and- he was on, I guess, the cabin or whatever for the, the main guy, Orban. And this is all happening in Hungary. And Hungary is really, right now, 
you know, some of the political stuff there is pretty anti-LGBTQ. Yeah. Going it, on. It's so, very communist, too. Right? Yeah. Uh, well, I'm, uh, maybe some, but it's I, very, I'm maybe like, almost fascist, maybe yeah. a little more fascist well, happening. Well, you know, that's, that's all. There's always thin lines, right? Yeah. But anyhow, so he's all involved with this anti-LGBTQ platform going on in Hungary. And they just recently found him escaping out of a window and across the gutter, leaving a 25-man orgy. <laughs> Some neighbors said there was a nighttime. Did you see a picture of this guy? Disturbance. I uh, want to know what he's got that he can get 25 men. I don't know. He looks like something scary that would be be, be at a blackout party. Yeah, well, but, it, I mean, it's hungry, you know. It's, you know. <laughs> yeah. 25 men? How do you... Twenty five men. It's, it's I, you don't have enough resources. <laughs> I don't know. It's just twenty five total. So it was him and then twenty four others, is according to the. Oh my goodness! According I mean, to the, you know, it's always the ones that are against the LGBT community and that one that that, that uh, the family values people. They're always the ones that get caught in the restroom. So in all actuality, it kind of relates to our thing because you know he kind of. Opened well the window or even possibly the shutters. And oh, he opened the window already. Right. He opened it yeah. all and went right into the gutters. He okay, right there we into go. The gutters. Okay, so for the next segment, now what we're going to do? We already thanked our uh, our inspirations, the girls from Morbid and the guy and girl from Scared to Death and and uh, Dakota Ring. That was the other one. So our next segment, every week, every episode, Philip is going to give us what he calls, what do you call it, the horoscope? Well, they're, they're going to be weekly horoscopes and, or horror, like horoscopes. Yeah, because they're kind of dark. And for some of you, some of you, some of you out there, it's going to be horoscopes because we know what y'all do. Horoscopes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh God, I can't wait till you get to Cancer and Leo. Okay, we'll see what kind of horoscope that is. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, Phil. So, so let's, let's roll with them. Aries. Even though you might be worn out from trying to shave off a few pounds of zombie flesh you acquired over the past couple of weeks or revive yourself from that failed attempt to create an elixir of immortality, this is probably a great week for a night trip out with friends to drink by the light of the moon. You're telling a zombie to go on a night trip with friends. Right, right. You know, that's just normal. Just avoid confrontations with any creatures that might emerge from a dark body of water. Oh yeah, those creatures that emerge from dark bodies. Of Especially Lake Lake Pontchartrain after midnight. Oh, in Mississippi River, mm. uh, all of that. Yeah. Mm. Well, Taurus. Oh, the bull. Mm-hmm. Sex with mysterious strangers in a back alley might be on the menu this week. Oh, I gotta tell you something. That's not only Taurus who do that kind of stuff. Oh no, no, no! But it's really on the menu for them. Oh. But they still need to use protection. That includes a damn face mask to go along with your ribbed condom. Yes, exactly. Enjoy whatever socially distant dungeon you happen to discover. As a side note, just because you had to delay any vacations with the extraterrestrials doesn't mean you can't plan it for the future. Um... Now, I don't, I don't think that was bad, too bad for tourists. No, that wasn't too yeah, bad. They're they having some fun. They're having their, you right, know, right. sex things. And, but I don't know those dark creatures coming out of the water. That's kind of... Geminis, on the other hand, you better hope those bodies you buried and those skeletons you have in the closet stay there. Oh Be careful to whom you tell your dirty little secrets. Because by the light of day, it might all 
be exposed. Zombies are not very pretty by the light of the day anyway. Well, that's Gemini's aren't zombieing out too much yet. Oh, they're not zombies yet? Oh. No, not yet. Not yet. They might be carving. I don't know what they're doing. They're doing something with them. However, this may be a time to encourage you to head out into the deep waters from whence you heard the sirens call. The sirens? Yeah, you know they go into the deep the water. Mermaids with are, come on, we live in, We don't live that far from the Gulf Coast. Well, that's true. And they, they, you think they have sirens in the Gulf Coast? And there's rumors out there. Yeah, well, I know they have a lot of sirens, like on you know on Bourbon Street. True. Yeah. This is true. Yeah. Cancer. Feeling fierce and feeling empowered by those spirits in almost every mirror you look into this week. You should definitely slay the night away and paint the town red with oh. the blood of your enemies. Oh, I get to paint the town red with the I blood of my fabulous. enemies? Okay, but, but wait, I'll, I do have one note of caution. Oh. Make sure oh. your sword or knife is sharper than the other person. I will always keep my swords and knives sharp. Okay, let's hope. Let's hope. <laughs> <laughs> Now you you're usually close to Leo. You're on the cusp. Well, right? yeah, you know, and I think you see the cancer is kind of coming comes out at me now later in life. I'm gotten to be more of a homebody and enjoy being home and uh, binge watching Tiger King. Sorry, Carol. <laughs> <laughs> I also my theater stuff. You know, I have all those years in the theater, and that's Leo. That's ego. ego. Oh yeah, ego. yeah. The, the yeah. Leo is the theater. That is the theater. Well, Leos, we had a good one for you this week. Your devil may care attitude this week might be what the devil himself has in order for you. Really? Your inner demons are your friends this week, so have a good time and enjoy dancing in the shadows. Just do the rest a favor and avoid the split pea suit. You're Wait a minute, I make a great split pea suit. I mean, and I, I don't dance. But see, your good time could become someone else's nightmare of cleaning up your mess. That's all the time. Ex Curtis, he's always having to clean up my mess. Well, Curtis is my roommate. <laughs> he cleans up behind me all the time. We'll get into that later. Oh, Virgos. We got a good one for y'all oh, this week, but it really ain't good for y'all. It's to kind of give y'all a little slap on the face. And I love my Virgo people. Don't get me wrong, but listen up. Light your candles. Say your prayers. Just remember that this black fog of doom may just be a fart of your own personal imagination. Fart? Yes. There's a fart in horoscope. Of their personal imagination. Oh, they imagined having gas? <laughs> yeah, and it's a black fog of doom that they've uh, created. Well, yes. uh, yeah, I, yeah. No, not one of my favorite black fogs that do exactly. to me either. If you find time to relax, that you might even realize there are quite a few friends on the other side as well as this one willing to help. Take that long walk through the haunted woods without leaving behind a trail of breadcrumbs. I mean, because the signs say to not feed the animals. And besides, you probably aren't returning anyhow. Um... Change of scenery could be welcome. That could be taken really. That could be disturbing on so many levels. It could be taken so many they ways. Got, so I know some have got their minds <laughs> going crazy right now. They just really need to take that time. Yeah, when they listen we'll to that, I don't think that's going to make them feel any better. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Libra, seducing others like a well-seasoned succubus might be in fashion. Time to cast those glamours. Use those powers of persuasion and light up that holiday cheer. 
You only live once. And for some that might encounter you, this is the lesson they should learn. You might find out that killing them with kindness may take on a whole new meaning. P.S. Hide the poison in the sweets. Oh, oh! thank God I didn't eat my other roommate's homemade heavenly hash. Were, were they a Libra? A po- huh? Were they a Libra? I don't know. What, uh, oh, it could have been made by a Libra. Who knows that? No, no. It was made by William. Oh. Well, then no. William, did you put poison in that heavenly hash? No, I did eat some of it, but all it really did was spike my sugar. I think you're going to be okay, though. Yeah. It spiked my sugar, but I don't think William Poison does. <laughs> Scorpio, time to get back to slumbering in your bedazzled coffin, bitches. Your bloodlust for life recently left you overextended and sucking your own blood after feasting on the souls of others. That is very disgusting. Well, they do that often. I mean, I'm a Scorpio myself, so I know you this. suck on the blood of others while feasting on there and whatever. In a, in a, you know, in a, in a, in a, you know, figurative. Oh, figuratively. Yeah, you know, not grossly. Hopefully not. <laughs> Gorely. <laughs> Be careful with your own resources so that you can relish in the winter of others' discontent. Also, make sure that all flesh. Passes the smell test and take your herbs and vitamins. Oh. Sagittarius. Oh. Yeah, that's my man. My man's a Sagittarius. You know, these are the ones born around Thanksgiving, right? Well, Thanksgiving and going in through into December. Yeah. Yeah. Emerging from the tomb door like a mummy being wrapped up and tucked away for thousands of years, you are ready to get down to business. Many will be cursed by your presence, but some lucky few may even be blessed by association. Like the Valkyrie of old, you hold the power of life and death for most that decide to battle. May the odds be in their favor. You have sounded the purge horn. Even with so much to do, there will still only be a small window to do it. Well, that one wasn't so bad. Well, I mean, they're kind of powerful this way. Sagittarius are... things coming out of the lake and everything, you know? Well, that's true, yeah. They're all ugly creatures coming out the lake. I know a lot of people don't like when the Sagittarius is whole power control, but them Sagittarius sure love when they do. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. I've known a few Sagittariuses. As a matter of fact, I don't know if you remember her, Marcy Marcel. Oh, she was a Sagitt- loved, loved shit. her. Loved her. Total Sagittarius. Total Sagittarius. <laughs> Everybody loved her. She was, she, she, ah, I miss her. I wish she was I miss back. her a lot. Mm. I'd love to have had her on here. Oh, she would have been great. We wouldn't have gotten a word in. Probably not. But <laughs> she been it good. would have been a good time. Yes. All, oh, she would have been gr- a great guest. Capricorn. Sex mixed with candy and rock and roll with Satan. Time to cash in on that secret deal you made with the Dark Lord. Any black masses should be held off for a couple of weeks, though. Yeah, well, I guess we have to postpone that black mass, huh? Yeah, mm. just just a couple of weeks. That's all. Oh, okay. It's not, too, it's okay. not, too long. Wait it's not a, a whole month weeks. or anything. Yeah. Just... Nonetheless, you still have plenty of aces up your sleeves, if in a bind. Heads are going to roll, and you are going to need some more freezer space. So thaw out what you need for now. 
Oh, well, we got a lot of freezer space now. We just cleaned out the freezer. Oh, that's good. And we have already eaten all the Thanksgiving leftovers. Oh, my. That's yeah. excellent. Yeah. Was it good? Yeah. You had a good Thanksgiving? Yeah, I ate like $25 worth of oyster dressing. <laughs> it was just me and the cat. No, well, Curtis got a little bit of it. <laughs> I hate most of it. <laughs> Aquarius. Sorry you had to miss out on your winter cruise tour of the Bermuda Triangle, but there are plenty of sights and sounds at your local cemetery. Astral projections may be unplanned this week, but who knows where you might find yourself in the Matrix. Place a to-go order for two, have mystical pizza with one of your many ghostly admirers. Place a little glitter on those skulls that are laying around. Makes them look a little more festive. Yeah. You know, yeah. love festive. Well, yeah, you got to put glitter on the skulls. Huh? You know, otherwise, right. they're just skulls. And finally, set the holiday lights up to call those otherworldly beings. Oh, them otherworldly beings. Yes, they love the lights. They love them. They, they like them twinkling. That's yes. why they come around around Christmas time. and look Twinkling at you, and blinking. Eat your Christmas tree and everything. <laughs> you know, All that. <laughs> Pisces. Oh, them fish. Oh, yes, honey. Looks like you just got invited to your own little personal freak show dinner theater. Only your closest friends are allowed to attend. Is that like fish that swam in water by a <laughs> nuclear power plant? Is that kind of freak show that is? Possible. Oh, okay. In some variation. You know, like on The Simpsons when Mr. <laughs> Burns had that pet fish with the two heads. <laughs> You're right. You... You are okay to eat and drink what you like, except the fruit basket in the middle of the table. That is off limits. That sounds like the tree in the Garden of Eden. kind of is in its own way, but it's something else. Just off limits. No questions. Don't ask. Just don't eat. Oh, that talking snake's going to come up there and tell them, eat that fruit. Probably so. Yeah. You know, they can't help themselves. Right. Also, but, well, there's enough alcohol though. They're not going to even worry about the fruit basket, okay? But uh, but they're gonna, it's going to be a, a, it's going to haunt them. Yeah, get them drunk be, enough, and they they should just. That, but why didn't God think of that? He all he had to do was get Adam and Eve drunk, and they wouldn't even thought about that tree. Exactly. Also, don't give anyone new your real name. Keep a secret identity. Well, that's just common sense. Well, the Pisces definitely need to do this this week. Yeah. For certain reasons. That means he's going to be getting a lot of calls from some guy with a foreign accent named Jim that wants his social security number and credit card number or the police are waiting a block away to pick well, it up. Well, not all calls are bad, though. A booty call from the spirit realm at 3 a.m. in the morning could happen for Pisces. Oh. Things do go bump in the night. Booty calls can be... Mm, you know, chef kiss. <laughs> And I got that from the girls. Yes. And that is our weekly horoscopes for this week. Hope y'all enjoyed that. Oh, that was wonderful. I enjoyed it. I know that much. What I have to do before we go to a commercial break is I have to um, credit our opening music, the Creepy a creepy Lullaby by Inspector J of freesound.org. And his website is www.jsaw.c0.uk. And he's got some really great stuff there. Some of it, some of it you know, is, is, is free. And some of it you have to pay a little fee for. But 
he's got some really good stuff. And, he, and if you use something of his, you have to make sure you credit him for it. So thank you, Jay. And we love using it. And we will be back after this commercial. Okay. Our uh, commercial actually came after the music. We didn't see that at first. We're new to this. We're just starting. So um, today's uh, subject is... Um, Something that happened right here in New Orleans. We know, you know, we are like one of the most haunted cities in America. And um, we're going to talk today about one of the most notorious serial killers and notorious residents of New Orleans. You know what her name is? Her name is Marie Delphine Lalore. Ooh. Now, you're, oh, you guys probably know her from. American Horror Story. Or if you've been to New Orleans and been on a ghost tour, you have definitely heard. Now, in American Horror Story, she was played by Kathy Bates, who was wonderful in the role that she had. But we're going to have to... We're reversing some American Horror Story bubble. Yeah, we are. Okay, first of all, Delphine looked nothing like Kathy Bates. She actually was a beauty. Kathy Bates is a great actress. We love her, but I wouldn't call her a beauty, would you? I mean, in her own way, but yeah, yeah not, not not like superb. No, not not way. like the classic beauty. She's. she's I'm not like, here for body shaming. She's a, no, she's no, it's not, not body shaming. She's 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 not in the the type of beauty. Like, look at this picture, Delphine here. Look at the waistline. Very different than Kathy Bates. I yes. mean, she has a waistline that looks like it's about 22. <laughs> you know, and I mean, you know, the thing about these pictures is, you know, this woman was probably prettier in person because paintings never do justice. You know, it's true. But anyway, um, she didn't look like Matt Kathy Bates. She probably would look more like Jessica Lange. She would have been that type of woman. But but we did learn a few things about her from from the show. I mean, I mean, you do remember when she cut the chick uh, the chicken's head off and had the blood squirt in it, right? Yeah. She taught us that she had an original recipe for fried chicken long before the Colonel or Copeland. Really? Yes. Before Popeyes? Yes. Before churches? Yes, honey. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Well, we can thank her for that much. Exactly. And, and she was already had her own rejuvenation process with the blood on the face long before many of the cosmetic companies we have nowadays. But wasn't, didn't she get that from Elizabeth Battery? That's true. That's, that's a, true. That's yeah, what that, that was. Really that was stolen. Yeah, that's true. I think that, that I think they took that from Elizabeth Battery. Another thing too. Okay, she and Marie Laveau were not mortal enemies. You know why? Because they never met. No, I mean that was total artistic license. Like, okay, you know, like you know, everybody knows that Mary Queen of Scots and Elizabeth and Queen Elizabeth the first never met. Yet they made a movie in the seventies called Mary Queen of Scots, starring uh, Vanessa Redgrave and Glenda Jackson. You cannot have a movie with Vanessa Redgrave and Linda Gra Jack Glenda Jackson, Glenda, <laughs> the Good Witch of the North. <laughs> you can't have a movie with Glenda Jackson and Vanessa Redgrave and not have them have a scene together. That's blasphemy. Yes, and I mean Angela Bassett was amazing. And you had to put. They so they they concocted the scene where they see where Mary and, and Elizabeth secretly meet in the forest and talk. Ooh. Something that never happened. It's we call it artistic license. Exactly. So she never met Marie, Marie Laveau. And first of all, we all we actually going to do uh, an episode on Marie Laveau in the future. So I don't want to touch too much on her now. But Marie Laveau would never have had 
a slave for a lover. Because back then, she was a free woman of color. She would not have even traveled in the same circles with any of the slaves, except maybe to, you know, have them serve her when she visited someone's house. The only, the only thing that we could possibly say is that Marie Laveau was a contemporary of Lollerie and may have had some knowledge of her, but there is no actual documented encounters between but, the yeah, two. Well, that you know, a lot, a lot of wealthy socialites went to um, went to Marie Laveau for different oh, yeah. things. So yeah. she, so she, we, they, they may so have, she was really Marie have Laveau was a hairdresser. She likely could have done Delphine's hair. Right. Or been connected to people that were friends. Yeah. Of Delphine's, or at least acquaintances of Delphine's. Now, um, another thing about Delphine is the American Horror Story portrayed her as this southern kind of, I, I know, I hate to use the word cracker because it's probably kind of uh, racist, but this southern woman with a southern accent and calling black people the really horrible names like Darky. But the real Delphine wouldn't have spoken like that. She only spoke French. She may have spoken French and Spanish. Yeah, she spoke Spanish as well. But she didn't speak English. Now, uh, getting on to Delphine, she was born Marie Delphine McCarty on March 19, 1787, in Spanish Louisiana, New Orleans. Her parents were, let's see if I could pronounce this. Her father was Louis, Louis Bartholomew de McCarty, and her mother was... Marie Jean Labelle, also known as a, the widow, the widow Lecomte, because she had been married before. She was a widow when she married Louis uh, McCarty, and they were a European Creole community, uh, you know, big society people. So it's definitely pretty, uh, pretty sure we're pretty sure that Delphine grew up in a privileged. Oh, atmosphere. yeah. Without a doubt. Now, we see when Delphine was four years old, there was a Haitian revolution, slave revolution, and the slaves revolved and killed their own masters and killed the children and everything. And that caused a lot of people here in the, in the, in the United States and here in, uh, that was 1791. We weren't quite American yet. We were still Spanish. But that caused a lot of the um, slave owners and then there was also, yeah, there was the Point Coupe conspiracy in 1794. And then there was the German coast here in Louisiana. Oh, yes, that's Louisiana. That's what Oak Alley and, and Laura Plantation, all that is. So that probably could have had Delphine, you know, that, that made a lot of the slave owners want to be more strict. And it probably could have had something to do with her psyche and the way she wound up be, um, eventually treating her slaves. Now, Delphine was married three times. Her first marriage was to Don Ramon de Lopez Angulo. It's so a Spanish man. The Spanish royal, uh, a high-ranking Spanish royal officer. Oh, wow. And one other thing I forgot to mention is Delphine's family. She had a... Um, so she had to come from status to even marry Oh, well, yeah. yeah. Her, her, um, her, um, she had a cousin that was a was a mayor of, Louis, of New Orleans. And she had a, her... Um, and her uncle by marriage, Esteban Rodriguez de Miro, was the governor of Spanish-American Providence in Louisiana from 1785 to 1791, Louisiana and Florida. So, yes, yeah, she came from status. She definitely was a child of privilege. So she married uh, 
this man, Don Ramon de Lopez, the Aguilan, or <laughs> these names, I swear. And in 1804, after the American acquisition, after the Louisiana Purchase, it was then again the French territory. Don Ramon was he was appointed as consul for Spain in the territory of New Orleans and appeared at the court of Spain. But when he was on the way to to Madrid with Delphine, who was then pregnant, he suddenly died in Havana of mysterious circumstances. Okay, so she was pregnant. Now was that what? Was that one of her? Was that one of the children? That was the daughter. That was actually featured in American Horror Story. Her name oh. was Marie Borgia. Borgia. Oh, Borgita! 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 That was Borgita, who was the one that was one of the featured in, in, in there. That's the only um, child she had from the first husband. So in, two, uh, in June 1808, she married Jean Blanc. He was a banker and merchant law, uh, lawyer and a legislator. And he purchased a house at Talk about having your hands in everything. Yeah, and he purchased a house at 409 Royal Street, not the current house. I believe this where this house was is either 409 Royal Street. Yeah, that would be probably about where Brennan's is now. Brennan's yes, that is, well, that's actually, yeah, that's uh, yeah. right across from like the Supreme Court building. And she had four yeah. children from him. She had Marie-Louise Pauline. She had Louise Marie... Laurie, Laurie and Marie-Louise Jean and Jean-Pierre Paulin Blanc. And her husband died in 1816. So she had a son, too, that wasn't shown in American Horror Story. Ah. And I've, I've read the book about uh, Madame Laurie. This second husband died in mysterious circumstances. I think he might have been poisoned. Well, well, so there was a son, but now it's interesting. Yeah, she had a son with the second husband, yeah. Hmm. And Boquita is the only child she has from her first husband. Now, her third marriage was a June 25th, 1825, and she married a physician named Lennet Louis Nicholas Lalare, and he was much younger than her. He was like 20 years younger than her. And that's they're the ones that bought the property that's now known as the Lalare Mansion at 1140 right. Royal. Now you now you used to do tours, right? Tell you. But oh, he, he was feeling the heat. He yeah, was feeling well, he, the heat. yeah, he was feeling the heat. He says, I have a lot to tell you. He says, and I can give you Sam Corey. He says, mm. but I have to get a plea bargain. Well, they they couldn't get Corey without without some testimony, so they gave him the plea bargain. So he comes in and he interviews him, and this boy sings like a canary. It turns out that he and Gee, he and Corey met each other when they had an automobile accident, and Corey came up with the idea because Corey was wrong in the accident, Gizek was the right right party. He had he had his crooked doctor say that Gizek was hurt a lot worse than he was, and up the insurance pay, uh, payment, and then he he took like seventy five percent of it. Oh gosh! <laughs> so they start doing this regularly since Gizek lived under all these different aliases and he had all these different identities. They would rent a car. Corey would have an accident with him. They collect insurance. Corey would take. They said that uh, they were praying for their lives and crying. Please, Miss Antoinette, don't kill us. And um, she first shoots Ha and kills her, leaving Chong by himself. He's crying. He's praying on the floor, and she shoots him in the head. So, 
the three that are in the cool in the in the freezer, they're hiding, so she don't know where they are. And she hears the police. Uh, they have, one of them had called nine one one, so the police are on their way. So she run, She she sneaks out the back door. The police come, and they get the other ones out of the. Uh, and and Chow has is so upset. She's reverted to her her home language. She can't speak English right now. I guess that's some kind of traumatic thing. So they're trying to find out what happened. Well, guess who comes back? Antoinette. Oh goodness! Pretending that she's she's oh. off duty. She heard she heard it on the police scanner.